1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome one and all to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. Tomorrow. <laughs> is this tomorrow? Tomorrow marks three weeks. Tomorrow marks three weeks since Putin invaded Ukraine. And the Russian military still remains bogged down, so they've changed their tactics to just unadulterated terrorism. Now, the Kremlin denies that they're targeting the civilian population directly, but Kyiv mayor and former heavyweight champion. Vitaly Klitschko politely disagrees. Putin says he's only targeting military targets. Sorry. No need to apologize, champ. And with Ukrainian cities, especially Kyiv, under constant attack, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky gave a virtual address to Congress this morning. Now, if you haven't seen it, it's worth watching. THE ULTIMATE THRUST OF ZELENSKY'S APPEAL WAS TO THANK BIDEN FOR WHAT HE'S DONE SO FAR, BUT ALSO TO CALL ON BIDEN TO DO MUCH MORE. AND FOR THAT CALL, HE SWITCHED TO ENGLISH. AS THE LEADER OF MY nation, I'M ADDRESSING THE PRESIDENT BIDEN. YOU ARE THE LEADER OF THE NATION, OF YOUR GREAT NATION. I WISH YOU TO BE THE LEADER OF THE WORLD. Being the leader of the world means to be the leader of peace. Thank you. Slava Ukraine. You know it was a powerful speech when that many old people jumped to their feet. <laughs> there are knees in that room that were alive during the Roosevelt administration. And <laughs> in response today, Biden announced 800 million dollars in new military aid to Ukraine. That is remarkable, not only. BECAUSE OF HOW FAST HE MOVED TO GET THEM WHAT THEY NEEDED, BUT AT NO POINT DID HE USE THE PHRASE, I WOULD LIKE YOU TO DO US A FAVOR, THOUGH. (laughs) NOW... THE AID PACKAGE INCLUDES MORE OF WHAT WE'VE ALREADY BEEN GIVING THE UKRAINIANS, INCLUDING JAVELIN, ANTI-TANK, AND STINGER, ANTI-AIRCRAFT MISSILES. AND IF THAT DOESN'T WORK, WE'LL BUST OUT THE MOST POTENT WEAPON IN THE AMERICAN ARSENAL, the t-shirt cannon yeah. Oh, oh. oh yeah you watch you watch yourself you watch yourself lad or we will pelt you with Mets crew necks that are all xl <laughs> now now Later. Later, let's earn it. Let's earn it. Watch, watch where you point that. Russia has been desperate for supplies and weapons. And they were just dealt another blow today when it was announced that Queen Elizabeth will no longer lend Moscow three ancient swords. That has gotta be the most British sanction of all time. <laughs> Vladimir Putin will no longer be receiving any bejeweled rapiers. Nor shall any of his cream be clotted, (laughs) and young Russians in need of discipline and love will have to do without flying nannies and chimney sweeps. (laughs) Chim chim. (laughs) You. (laughs) Ah, Magic. (laughs) Lots of companies have pulled out of Russia. But one American franchise is staying. 190 Papa John's restaurants in Russia <laughs> are still open and selling pizzas. That's crazy. They call Papa John's a restaurant? <laughs> now, the brand is suspending corporate operations, but the vast majority of the franchises in the country will keep cranking out the salty bath mats they call pizza because they are primarily owned by Russians. That's right. They're so Russian, they've even updated the slogan to better ingredients. Better pizza, just kidding, is potato. The. Come on. There you go. 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 Wow. Wow. I think that landed over in the winter garden. The head of the American company which oversees these Russian franchises explained why they've decided to keep operating, saying, the vast majority of Russian people are very clear-headed and understand the dark gravity of the situation they're in. At the end of the day, they appreciate a good pizza. (laughs) Adding, unfortunately, we serve Papa John's. (laughs) But yesterday, Russia suffered the most painful loss of all because my beloved parent company, Paramount, has announced plans to suspend operations in Russia. That's right, Russia. Yeah. Uh huh. Get out of here! Come on, get it, get it. Show you step out of line, and the good people of Paramount will snap into action. Couple of weeks after, we make sure everybody else has done it. We just, we just don't have, we just don't have a very good signal up on the mountain. We didn't know what was going on. And I gotta say, I think this might be the thing that ends the war. Putin's bound to surrender the minute he hears he's losing access to a mountain of entertainment. St. Dasvidanya to all six seasons of (laughs) iCarly, Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles, and the jewel of the Paramount Empire, the love guru. (laughs) Featuring yours truly as a hockey announcer, a subject I know nothing about. NO IDEA WHAT I WAS SAYING. (laughs) AND YOU KNOW WHAT, IF THIS WAR DOESN'T STOP IMMEDIATELY, I'M GOING TO EXTEND THE SANCTIONS ON THE LOVE GURU TO INCLUDE EVERY NATION ON EARTH. THAT'S RIGHT, NO ONE GETS TO SEE THIS MOVIE THAT I AM VERY PROUD OF UNTIL THE WAR ENDS. AND NOT JUST THIS WAR, ALL WARS. NO, I MUST FOR PEACE. (laughs) I'M GOING TO THROW BEWITCHED IN THERE, TOO. I DON'T KNOW WHO MADE THAT ONE, BUT IT'S TIME TO PULL THAT FROM THE RUSSIAN MARKET AND MY IMDB PAGE. ALL THIS ECONOMIC PAIN HAS PROMPTED RUSSIA TO SAY, RIGHT BACK AT YOU, COMRADE, BECAUSE YESTERDAY RUSSIA ANNOUNCED THAT THEY'RE HITTING BIDEN, BLINKEN, AND OTHER TOP U.S. OFFICIALS WITH SANCTIONS. OH, THAT'S ADORABLE. (laughs) THEY'RE DOING THEIR OWN SANCTIONS. IT'S LIKE WHEN YOU GIVE YOUR KID A BUBBLE LAWNMOWER AND THEY'RE LIKE, I'M A WORLD POWER TOO, AND YOU SURE ARE, BUDDY. YOU'RE DOING A GREAT JOB. (laughs) THESE SANCTIONS WORK THE SAME WAY AS OURS DO, SO FOR ANYONE ON THE list. ANY ASSETS THEY HOLD IN RUSSIA WILL BE FROZEN, AND THEY ARE PROHIBITED FROM ENTERING THE COUNTRY, WHICH WOULD BE A THREAT IF ANYONE WANTED TO GO TO RUSSIA RIGHT NOW. <laughs> NOT A LOT OF PEOPLE TRAVELING TO SPRING BREAK IN YAKUTSK. <laughs> NOW, THE n- NUMBER ONE ON THE SANCTION LIST IS PRESIDENT BIDEN. SORT OF. BECAUSE THE RUSSIANS SANCTIONED JOSEPH Robinet BIDEN, WHICH SOUNDS LIKE THE PRESIDENT, BUT AS JEN Psaki EXPLAINED, I WOULD FIRST NOTE THAT
0: PRESIDENT BIDEN IS A JUNIOR, SO uh, THEY may have, MAY HAVE SANCTIONED HIS DAD. MAY HE
1: REST IN PEACE. GOT YOU THERE, JACK. NO, THAT'S... PLEASE. JOSEPH ROBINETTE BIDEN is my, IS MY DAD. I'M A LITTLE JUNIOR MITT NAMED AFTER MY POPS, JOSEPH ROBINETTE BIDEN SENIOR. HE WAS NAMED AFTER HIS POPS, JOSEPH ROBINETTE BIDEN THE PREQUEL. Family was so poor we could only afford one name. Also, shared one pair of pants and three shoes we kept on rotation. (laughs) Tough to get around town, we cleaned up the three legged race. (laughs) Now, I'm serious, folks. We want all kinds of taffy. (laughs) Now, right. Right now, Russia is mainly targeting political figures, but that might change. Their foreign ministry announced that it intends to sanction more U.S. officials, military leaders, lawmakers, and members of the media who are critical of the country. Members of the media who are critical of Russia? Why, that's me. (laughs) I better get a sanction. I'm going to be so mad IF JOHN OLIVER GETS BANNED FROM RUSSIA AND I DON'T, HE ONLY CRITICIZES PUTIN ONCE A WEEK. WE SHOULDN'T EVEN BE IN THE SAME sanction CATEGORY. HE GETS SANCTIONED EVERY YEAR. <laughs> we GOT A GREAT SHOW FOR YOU TONIGHT. COMING UP, MEANWHILE. SO, uh, FOLKS, I SPEND SO MUCH OF MY TIME RIGHT OVER THERE, SIFTING THROUGH THE DAY'S BIGGEST STORIES, HAND-SELECTING ONLY THE FINEST, MOST PERFECTLY-AGED BURMESE NEWS TEAK, THEN CAREFULLY CARVING AND SHAPING IT INTO A REFINED BUDDHA DEPICTED IN THE the CALLING-THE-EARTH-TO-WITNESS GESTURE WITH CHARACTERISTIC CIRCULAR PATTERNS ON THE ROBE, SHINS, AND KNEES, OF COURSE, WHICH I THEN CAREFULLY GILD WITH THE MOST TOPICAL GOLD LEAF. THEN I HARVEST THE SAP OF A Usitata tree to apply the delicate Tai O lacquer and finally hand decorate it with the white glass inlays to create for you. The glorious Amarapura period sculpture that is my monologue. But sometimes, sometimes, folks, I wash up on a Galveston beach naked on a raft of gas cans after escaping from a fight club in international waters. Then, still deranged on a cocktail of mescaline and cough syrup, I steal a cinder block from under a stripped 87 Ford Taurus and chip away at it with a broken umbrella handle. I scavenge from a goodwill dumpster until it vaguely resembles the hungering wolf that scratches at the door of my dreams. And present to you... The tormented, dread effigy of news that is my segment. Meanwhile. Right there. Right there. That is like a sorbet for the mind. (laughs) Meanwhile. In Massachusetts, JetBlue passengers were left waiting on their plane after the JetBlue airport crew had left for the night. THEY SAT on THE TARMAC A WHILE, THEN THE PILOT SAID, I HAVE SOMETHING EMBARRASSING TO TELL YOU GUYS. ADDING, I USED TO FLY FOR SPIRIT. <laughs> MEANWHILE, THE Eiffel Tower is even more of an Eiffel BECAUSE IT GREW BY NEARLY 20 FEET ON TUESDAY AFTER ENGINEERS HOISTED A NEW COMMUNICATIONS ANTENNA AT THE VERY TOP BY USING A HELICOPTER TO LOWER THE ANTENNA INTO PLACE. PARISIANS WONDERED. At the editions, thousands gathered below to look on and exclaim, eh. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have yet another rare. Meanwhile, update! <laughs> Last year, we here at Meanwhile Industries brought you the story of a New Zealand couple who were believed to have found the world's largest potato. Jim, DO WE HAVE A PICTURE OF THAT POTATO? OH, MY GOD. (laughs) JIMMY, CAN YOU MAKE IT LESS SCARY? THANK YOU. (laughs) WELL, THE LATEST TWIST IS NOT GOOD FOR THE POTATO. BECAUSE THIS WEEK, GUINNESS WORLD RECORDS RULED THAT THE GIANT POTATO IS NOT IN FACT A POTATO, BUT SOMETHING CALLED A GOURD TUBER. REALLY? BECAUSE WHEN I LOOK AT THIS ABOMINATION, I WANT TO SCREAM, THERE IS NO GOURD. (laughs) MEANWHILE... The Rolling Stones just announced a 60th anniversary European tour, which they are calling 60. <laughs> also, in honor of their incredibly long career, they are renaming themselves the Kidney Stones. <laughs> Meanwhile, take a drink of water. It's quality jokes, quality jokes. Meanwhile, the American Kennel Club just published their list of the most popular dog breeds. AND FOR THE 31ST YEAR IN A ROW, LABS ARE NUMBER ONE. (laughs) SURE, YEAH, YEAH. REACHED FOR COMMENT, A LAB SAID, BACON? (laughs) OUT, SALT, BALL, BACON? MEANWHILE, SQUIRREL? (laughs) CRUISE LINE VIRGIN VOYAGES HAS LAUNCHED A NEW ADULTS-ONLY SHIP WITH SLIGHTLY LESS USUAL OFFERINGS, LIKE A TATTOO PARLOR. Because there's no higher quality tattoo than one administered on open water. <laughs> yes, was supposed to be a skull, but we're in some pretty big swells, so I got, I'm going to say, a, uh, a gourd tuber with dentures. <laughs> gourd. They make a talk. Meanwhile, Dolly Parton has declined her Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nomination. That's not necessary, Dolly. YOU CAN JUST SAY, I DON'T WANT TO GO TO CLEVELAND. (laughs) WE'LL BE RIGHT BACK WITH MICHAEL BUBLE. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, my first guest this evening is a renowned singer-songwriter who has sold over 65 million records and won four Grammys. His new album is called Higher. Please welcome Michael Bublé. Lovely, lovely to have you on lovely to be had. Nice to see you. Nice to see, nice you. To see you, too. Now, you've been, uh, you've been uh, lighting up the charts uh, thrilling people uh, for 20 years and w- of songs, many of which are the American Standards. You, you, you love the American Standards songbook. I do. Okay. I do. So, how did you first, like, how old were you? You became aware of these classic songs. Weirdly, I was
2: probably four, five years old, four or five years old. And I think there, were, there, were, like, there was infiltration with Christmas. Weirdly. It cross crossover, people, like your,
1: your Bing Crosby. Well, yeah, I think Cole that my there was
2: always Bing Crosby was playing through the house, and I think it was an introduction to jazz, to the incredible musicianship, mm-hmm. to great songs, great melodies, great lyrics. Uh, very, very Catholic upbringing.
1: So, oh, yeah, 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 was, yeah, me there too, was, yeah, sure.
2: It was in our house a lot, and it meant yeah. a lot to me. St. Crosby,
1: St. Bing. St. Bing, Saint yeah.
2: Bing. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. So it was, it was interesting. It's, it's weird. I, it's embarrassing a little bit for me to say that. But. What do you mean, what do you mean? Well, I mean, it's weird. Most people, when you say like, you know, so Sting, where did you get your music? He doesn't say like, yeah, it was Christmas.
1: You know, yeah, but By David d- Bowie, David Bowie did a duet with with Bing. Completely true. Yeah. Okay. But it was it was it was my introduction to jazz. I understand your grandfather helped get you into music clubs, like get you gigs, but also like smuggle you into music clubs it's, at a young age.
2: It's very weird. Well, I come from a family. my, my father. WE CAME FROM A FAMILY OF COMMERCIAL FISHERMEN AND PLUMBERS. Was THAT'S NOT EXACTLY THE EASIEST WAY TO HAVE NEPOTISM WHEN IT COMES wow. TO THE BUSINESS. BOTH WORK WITH WATER. <laughs> SO MY GRANDFATHER WOULD uh, SNEAK ME. I WAS 16, AND uh, HE KNEW THIS IS WHAT MY LOVE WAS. I MEAN, I, I, I LOVED IT. I KNEW FROM AN EARLY AGE THIS IS WHAT I WANTED TO BE. AND SO HE WOULD GO TO THE nightclubs AND HE'D, he'd you know, WORK IN their CLUBS IN THE DAYTIME, FIXING HOT WATER HEATERS OR TOILETS OR WHATEVER. AND THEN HE WOULD GO, AND HE WOULD BRIBE He'd bribe me in basically he'd How? say well he'd say, he'd say, "Listen, the kid is a great singer. let him get up there with your band." And no, they would
1: not just get you into the club, he'd get you on stage OH, on stage he'd oh, like absolutely. pay him off with of a toilet yes <laughs> I mean it sounds out a label grandpa, but grandpa's. it's true You've he TO would... love grandpa yeah,
2: so he he just loved me so much and he believed in me so much that he would uh, he would literally say to them, "If you let the kid up on stage with your your band, I will go and fix your." Uh, what do they call them? They call them garburetors in Canada, but in...
1: Garbage disposal? Garbage s-
2: disposal systems yeah. in, in their kitchens and stuff. So this is what we would do, literally. He would go and d- d- just basically get me into clubs doing that. And then once I got into the clubs, I, I would work. You've got to pay me. it oh, forward. Okay.
1: you got to pay it forward for your grandchildren and say, I'll come sing at your wedding, but you've got to let my <laughs> grandson install a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> the new album, Hire, has just come out. First yes. album in three years. Yeah. And as you look back at all the albums you've done... Not being a musician myself, but as you look back at all the albums you've done, I imagine each one to you is like, oh, that point that point in my life, I can see what was going on in my life reflected in that album. Absolutely. What is being reflected in this album in your life? What what are we what are you saying about who you are as an artist in this one?
2: Uh God, that's a heavy question. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. Uh I am so grateful that my son and my family's okay and healthy. Uh we've all gone through a, a ton. NO ONE GETS THROUGH THIS LIFE WITHOUT DEALING WITH STRUGGLES AND PAIN AND ALL OF THAT. AND uh, FOR ME, I THINK FOR THE FIRST TIME IN YEARS, I THINK I'M, I'm ALIVE. I THINK I'M BREATHING. And, uh, AND IF YOU CAN'T HEAR OR FEEL THE JOY IN THAT RECORD OF how, I'm, HOW I FEEL IN MY LIFE, THEN YOU NEVER WILL. THIS IS AN EXPRESSION OF LOVE. IT REALLY IS. IT'S A LOVE NOTE TO THE WORLD.
1: WE HAVE TO TAKE A QUICK BREAK, uh, BUT STICK AROUND. WHEN WE COME BACK, I WILL ASK MICHAEL ABOUT HIS YOUTH AS A COMMERCIAL FISHERMAN. NOW, THIS IS SOMETHING I'M MILDLY mildly JEALOUS OF HERE. ONE OF THE ALBUMS HERE, ONE OF THE SONGS ON THIS TRACK IS MY VALENTINE, WHICH IS A PAUL McCARTNEY SONG. AND YOU MANAGED TO GET... Paul McCartney to produce that song. Yeah, how about that, huh? For your album, how does one get Paul McCartney <laughs> to produce? Just call him up. What do you uh,
2: do? He, his manager sent my manager a note from Paul mm-hmm. saying, "We hear you're doing this record. We think you do a great job." Uh, Covering the song, it's a great—you know—it's a song that means a lot to him. Mm-hmm. And I wrote back and said, "Would you produce it?" And then I went with my friend Nicholas jacobson Larson, who's a, an incredible arranger, and we arranged this little demo, this little kind of, and mm-hmm. sent it to Sir Paul. And I sent it to him with my phone number, never thinking I would ever get a call. And I was driving on Sunset in LA, and the phone rang from a 404 number. And I said, "Hello," and this beautiful voice said, "Hi, it's Paul Mac." <laughs> and I panicked. <laughs> I said, I swear to God, I said, it's Mickey Boobs. There you go. Yeah. There and uh, go. yeah, That's and great. I uh, yeah, and uh, and I asked him. I said, I never want to put you on the spot, but I said, I just, I know that you could t- take good and turn it into great, and I just think he's one of the greatest. I know I'm alone. When I, how many people sure. understand Where how do talented you find he the is? courage?
1: Where do you find the courage to compliment I, Paul McCartney? Uh, exactly.
2: No, I, I just said to him, "Listen, you know, he told me the story of the song, and how much it meant to him personally." Did you write it for was, Linda? He, he, no, he wrote it for his his wife now, okay. and uh, and um, they were on a holiday, and he told me that it was a rainy day and. He uh, she came behind him. He was sitting at the piano, and she said, "Sweetheart, what if it rains? You know, does it? Who cares? We, we have each other." And he said he wrote the song very quickly. And I thought it was just such a beautiful love story. And so, we met in New York, and he he's, he's incredible. I mean, thank God I didn't watch the Let It Be, uh, the the documentary. because yeah, I, I was already nervous, and I would seen have it just sense? I've seen it. Yes, well, I watched oh, it yeah. after. He's he's he uh, he's unreal.
1: A family of commercial fishermen. You worked with them, right? You actually did commercial. That like, was one of the jobs you did. Right. Edmunds. That's a hard job. Yeah, Thirteen man. to twenty-one.
2: Yeah. I'd okay. go back and forth in the summers and work on the seine boat. What, what kind of boat? It was a seine boat. It was about an eighty-foot uh, purse seiner. Mm-hmm. So, what are you uh, catching? A salmon. Okay. Salmon up and down the coast uh,
1: mm-hmm. from say uh, Vancouver Island to Alaska. Well, the, the, the reason I'm interested in this is because, yeah. you know. Over the past year or so, uh, sea shanties have made a comeback, (laughs) and you know, have you heard people have been been singing sea shanties on TikTok and stuff like that? And I love a good sea shanty. I was way ahead on this one, and (laughs) seriously, and um, they're my speed. And you're you worked as a you worked on the salty, briny deep out there as a commercial fisherman, and you're Canadian. And I was wondering if you know the Stan Rogers sea shanty classic. He's a Canadian uh, folk singer, no longer with us, unfortunately. Okay. CALLED BARRETT'S PRIVATEERS ABOUT THESE CANADIAN PIRATES. DO YOU KNOW the SONG? ARR, ME, ME, TEA. YES, I You think do? So. THINK SO? I, I THINK if I'VE, I've I HEARD IT IF I STARTED IT, WOULD YOU JUMP IN? TO SING IT WITH YOU? YES. YES, OF COURSE I WOULD. JOHN, I'M GOING TO GIVE IT A SHOT. CAN YOU GIVE ME A D, YOU KNOW ME? <laughs> oh the year was 1778 how i wish i was was in sherbrooke now when a letter of mark came from the king to the scummiest vessel i've ever seen oh damn them all i was told i'd cruise the sea for american gold we'd fire no guns shed no tears But I'm a broken man on a Halifax pier, the last of Barrett's privateers. Oh, well, Sid Barrett cried the town. How I wish I was in Sherbrooke now. For 20 brave men, all fishermen who would make for him him the the antelopes antelope's crew, oh, damn them all. I was told we'd cruise the sea for American gold. We'd fire no guns, shed no tears. But I'm a broken man on a Halifax pier, the last of Barrett's privateers. In honor, Michael Bublé. Up next, Rose Matafea. Welcome back. Everybody, My next guest is a comedian and an actor who created, wrote, and stars in the series Starstruck. What's this? This, this is your handwriting.
0: Oh! What are you doing? No, no, what? no. No, do not read this. Why did no, you no, 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 no. send me oh a letter? Oh. Okay, so I may have sent a few letters to people when I thought I was leaving the country forever.
1: And what sort of emotional space were you in at the time? <laughs>
0: Not a great one.
1: Please welcome to the Late Show Rose Matafeo. Hello. So nice to have you here. So
0: lovely to be here. Now
1: I understand this is your first American late night uh, interview. It is. It is. It's a pleasure. Honored. Honored. Thanks so much for joining Uh, us here.
0: WHY AM I HERE? HOW because AM I you're HERE? BECAUSE REALLY FUNNY.
1: THAT'S WHY YOU'RE HERE. STOP IT. NOW, YOU'RE FROM NEW ZEALAND, FOR THE PEOPLE OUT THERE WHO DON'T KNOW. What? and, and <laughs> no, YES, saying. EXACTLY. Uh, it, uh, IT'S NOT A BIG PLACE. It REALLY? YOU'VE it's BEEN? Not, I'VE BEEN SEVERAL TIMES. YEAH, I absolutely, YOU KNOCKED IT OUT IN THE I WEEK, DIDN'T YOU? I LOVE IT THERE. YOU LOVE IT? I LOVE IT THERE. I GO BACK IN A MINUTE. OH, WOULD YOU? Do NICE TIME? HERE'S THE THING, IS THAT TO ALL THE CELEBRITIES in New Zealand know each other? Like, do you hang out? (laughs) I went to Jacinda Ardern, the prime minister's house, and I went there for a little grill in the backyard, and and Lord was there, of Of course, course.
0: because they all
1: know each other. Do you, you, like, all know each other now? The problem
0: is, I don't want to add to the stereotype that New Zealand is so small that everyone knows each other, but, yeah... It is like just well, Jacinda because I know Jacinda through. Uh, she was the Culture and Arts Minister of New Zealand, and mm-hmm. she used to do. I I um I do um, improv uh, comedy. Uh, I don't want Improv comedy. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to out myself. Do your parents know. <laughs> no, no, I can never tell them. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, and she um came to our shows and she did, did like monologues and stuff.
1: She would get up. She would get like, up. Like do a monologue before you guys would do a set as yeah. like an inspiration. I don't know what her advisors would. What was she doing? As, you know? as as prime as minister herself. or as minister. Of, uh, uh... As
0: prime minister, it was wild. You
1: we want need, a prime minister be- who
0: yes ends? Do you know what yes. I mean? Yeah.
1: We need better rulers over here.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Imagine. Really lovely. So you
1: started off. Uh, uh, was it Auckland? Is Auckland. I grew Auckland. up there.
0: I did stand up comedy. I started when I was fifteen, which
1: oh, wow. seems illegal.
0: Uh, sure. And uh, you, yeah. Is
1: there, is there drinking in these bars?
0: <laughs> I love that. was a drinking. Drinkin'? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I worked in I worked in a comedy club, like uh, behind the bar, like restocking stuff. And how? You know, what's the good. scene
1: like there? Is it hard to break in?
0: Um, not to particularly. I, were, I was one of five female comedians at the time
1: in the country. In the
0: country uh, in two thousand and eight, when I was about oh. fifteen years old. So yeah, it's 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 fine. It's good. Did you like New Zealand?
1: Well, I love New Zealand. Do you
0: wanna I always feel like a really weird auntie when someone's like been to New Zealand. I, I did they put out the nice cave linen twice. or something? I know i I yeah, I I've yeah. been
1: twice. I would go back and I would go back in a minute. Oh my god, I feel we, we were gonna, gonna go, go I, I would I'd love it in, in every way. Great. I, I've I've been fishing. I've, you know what I did? Yeah. I did the thing your national activity there, the um the bungee jump. The bungee jump. Yes. Did you have you done that?
0: I uh, yeah. Yes, in a sense, I haven't, but I I, 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 I did. I nearly did. I nearly did. I went. Because I, which one did you do? Did you do the one? I did the like, original
1: one, on the bridge. Yeah. Oh my On God, the on terrific. the gorge there.
0: Yeah. Horrific. It's just like a little shack that's like hanging by a wire in the middle uh-huh. of a
1: gorge. Yeah, and you.
0: Yeah. I am. Um, you did it, right?
1: Yeah, I didn't like it. It's horrific. I'm <laughs> well, still go- waiting for it to feel like a good idea. <laughs>
0: It's still waiting to come back up. You know? Yeah. Uh, I, um, I I did it. For, I was I was being filmed for something.
1: That's yeah. That's the thing. I would never have done it unless there was a camera pointed yeah. at me because then it, it kind of yeah. lobotomizes me when yeah. a camera. Because I know I need it for the shot. You do anything for the anything right, for, for the, the jokes,
0: you know? Anything for the. I um no. I nearly did it. I backed out. With a camera pointed at. You? With a camera, po- with a camera pointed at my head. Um, I, um, I no because the worst thing because the people who run it they like they were so like they put you in the dentist chair like, like you to strap you in to the bungee. I
1: lay down. You lay, lay down. down. I, you got
0: the full I service. Had to, yeah, I had to Right.
1: Be, yeah, I think they had to calm me.
0: Did you have to do the thing where they were like, "All right, this is key. If you want to come back up, um, the right way up." <laughs> they don't go, we're not going to bring you back up. We're going to leave you down there. No, you have to pull a strap uh, at your feet, towards your no, feet. No, they lowered
1: me down into a raft. Really? Yeah.
0: How dignified. That's <laughs>
1: amazing. A little bit, but I was also being lowered down. I felt like, you know, a <laughs> hog they had hung up after slaughter.
0: <laughs> I, got, I, got to the, I got to the edge of it, yep. and the guy was like, don't look down. And I'm like, what, what is an ex- how is an experience supposed to be good when you're not supposed to fully participate in it, right? Oh, I know what
1: you mean, exactly. It's bizarre.
0: So he's like, just look out. And then I got to the edge, and he was like... He said the worst thing you could possibly say. He just said, you can't turn back now. <laughs> oh. And I was like, yes, I can. And <laughs> I, I made him unstrap me. I made um, the person, the girl who worked there, um, put on my jumper, and she jumped off instead. And she, and she died. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, you know, dodged yeah. a bullet. There you go. Um, there you go. Yeah. Uh, let, let's talk
1: about Starstruck. Yes. Okay, so...
0: Yeah, contextualize me for the love of god okay, because so no one knows a who a I show am on
1: HBO Max. Yeah. That you 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 wrote, you created, you star in. Yeah. It's, you know, people loved it. It's very funny. It's it's a, it's, a rom-com. it's a rom-com. Do you what inspired you? Like were, did you love the romantic comedies?
0: I was obsessed. I was I was a teenager obsessed with romantic comedies. I would there was a point in my life when I was 17 years old where I would watch uh, Bridget Jones's diary every night before bed. Uh, <laughs> I feel like how long Yeah, la- la- like, laugh through the, cr- the tears. Um, I, um, I I would skip to the good bits uh, every night. It was bad. I think it gave me a very strange, unrealistic expectation of what love would be <laughs> when I grew up. Mm-hmm. But it did inspire me to write a rom-com when I eventually got to legal age. Um, but yeah, I was obsessed with rom-coms. And um, yeah, I mean, it was the, when it came to writing something that I could be in, I was like, yeah, I'm going to write myself into, you know, flirting with a, stranger or something i don't know it's pathetic like, though w- writing w- your own rom-com it's really sad because you're flirting with yourself when you're writing it wow. do you know what i mean because you're writing a script and you're like and, wow. then, and then i say this ha, 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 ha. and then he's like that's so funny ha, 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 ha. and you're like what is this this is so gross
1: what's grosser not getting it right or actually seducing yourself
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 It went yeah. a bit too far sometimes yeah mm-hmm. uh but no yeah it's a please wa- please watch it I'm so bad at promo. Yeah, please. please no, please
1: it. watch it. We'll, get, we'll watch get to it. that at the end. I've got to ask you one thing back yes. to New Zealand for a second. Your national dessert yeah. is something called a pavlova.
0: <laughs> it is. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys know of that here?
1: Uh, I, Na- yeah, I, I, know, I know what a pavlova yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you Wanna explain what a pavlova is? It's
0: a uh, dessert. Um, <laughs> a, dessert. a pavlova it, is like a meringue dessert. We named it after Anna Pavlova. Okay, okay. This is, you're pulling out the big guns here. This is my nan, Jessie. SO, OKAY, you do, YOU DO IT OR, LOOK CLOSER AT that, THAT dessert. THIS WAS WHEN WE CAME OUT OF LOCKDOWN, AND SHE MADE A COVID-19 THEMED C- C-19. 19. LOOK HOW PROUD SHE IS. LOOK AT THAT LITTLE FACE.
1: YEAH.
0: AND IT WAS DELICIOUS AS WELL. <laughs>
1: What it's is so it with sad. you? Why do you, why do you all so into the meringue?
0: I don't know. It's an I don't know. It's a national thing. I don't actually like pavlova that much. Crunchy sweet egg. It's crunchy, crunchy sweet egg. Yeah, it's surprising they didn't go with that name for the
1: dessert. Crunchy sweet egg.
0: Crunchy sweet egg. Yeah, but that's my name. She's she's my namesake in the show.
1: Now I, I legally have to ask anybody who's from New Zealand, yeah, if they're Lord of the Rings fans.
0: I hope I hoped you would ask, because <laughs> honestly, I I am Stephen. I'm I'm so glad that you're as much of a nerd. Well, I. You're much more of a nerd, but as a ch Sorry, I'm so sorry. That's no, no, actually, no, it's an honour. No, 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 no. It's no, an, no. ho-
1: an honour. But you I feel need, like... You needn't apologise. I, I take it. I feel it's like... It's a crown I wear.
0: Nerd to nerd, we can talk... I used to tape my ears to look like elf ears and would get my hair stuck in the tape so I would, like, you know, cut my own hair to get it out of it. I did every Hobbit name generator on the internet, every elf name generator on the... En- I'm Goldie Overhill of No Bottle. That's my Call Hobbit, Overhill of,
1: of No Bottle. bottle.
0: I um, I was obsessed. I, I I, was so obsessed. I LOVE the Hobbit because I was very much the of the age, you know, when I was nine, uh, about nine or ten. I read it, and I was so obsessed with the Hobbit. One day, I was I was, I was reading the Hobbit while I was eating potato chips, as one does. And um, I um, I remember I marked one of the pages with the grease from the potato chip. Why am I telling this on this show? That's on really purpose? weird. No, uh, by accident. And I, I was so bereft, I wrote a contract to myself that I would never eat that flavor of chip <laughs> again in my life, and I never did. <laughs> to the extent, as an adult, I saw those chips at a party and I was like, they have to leave. Remember <laughs> like, like I asked what, what flavor it was? It was like a, a baked potato-flavored chip called The Works. It's discontinued now. <laughs> something She's, in it yeah <laughs> yeah but not no, the
1: bottom out of the market
0: yeah i know i love it I, I i was obsessed with lord of the rings is there any
1: sense of like uh, i'm from new zealand can i really be a fan of lord of the rings or yeah. is it like being a fan of the wizard of oz when you're from kansas
0: exactly well i know there's some sort of cringe, but it was just it came at the perfect time for me to be obsessed with it i had such a crush on uh legolas and arwen at the same time sure get in line <laughs> <laughs> stop it, yeah, it well awful. i got to meet
1: those people did you it's very hard to look at them
0: are you kidding? No, I, I do
1: a TV show and they come on and they sit there.
0: What were they like? How tall were they? How tall were they?
1: <laughs> not as tall as you think. Really? No one in show business is.
0: That's how
1: tall are you? You're taller than I thought.
0: I, I, am I? Yeah. I used to. I, Can I, I see used, the shoes? Yeah. They're, 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 not too much. They're, not too much. I used to have a celebrity height chart. Um, you had a celebrity height yeah. chart? <laughs> yeah.
1: Where I, did you get this?
0: No, I made it. So I, That's
1: the sort of uh, thing that when the investigators come in, they go, yeah, this is the murderer.
0: <laughs> this is the
1: murderer. She was yeah. looking for a long thigh bone. That,
0: ch- <laughs> so. that checks out. No, when I was a teenager, I was quite self-conscious about my height. And so what I would do is I, in my diary, I would, I, would, I, I collected, uh, you know, celebrity heights and the difference in centimeters to, for them to me. So when maybe one day I met them, I wouldn't be, you know, get a surprise. Sure. And, um... And, um... <laughs> I'll, I'll add you if you want. Um, five eleven. Uh,
1: I'm five eleven. How's that? How's that stack up?
0: It's really good. Is it a good I one. Think similar. I think Nicole Kidman and Cameron Diaz, maybe similar.
1: We're very similar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're very similar. Um, lovely to meet you. Thank you, Thank so, much you so much for being here. Thank you so much. Season two of Starstruck premieres March 24th on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. It's Rose MATAFEO, everybody. This has been The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Pod Show, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 1135, 1035 Central on CBS and Paramount+. And for more exclusive Late Show content, Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube.
2: CBS Sunday, after the Equalizer.
1: You collect rewards, right?
2: This is how I make my living. It's the season finale. Everyone's looking for something. Of Tracker. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay.
1: Justin Hartley stars. How you survive, you make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool.
2: Tracker, CBS season finale Sunday after The Equalizer on CBS and streaming on Paramount+.